Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Hump Day Pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Wednesday, the middle of the week. Two more days left till we get to the weekend. And let's just say, let's get to the fun part of this conversation. Are you taking time every day to recognize your star power by A, looking in the mirror, B, recognizing that you can accomplish things when you put your mind to them, and C, recognizing that goals are created for you to conquer them? Are you spending time reflecting on the bad things or are you spending time reflecting on the good things, the good situations, and the, the possibilities that you can do better? I know life sometimes gives us lemons. Let's just make lemonade. Let's just try to make the world a better place. The whole philosophy behind Born to be a Star is that we're born to be stars. So, like, we act a certain way. We act differently. We don't let bad things be our downfall. We don't let negative conversations emotionally attack us. And we don't fall victim to falsehood by fake people, fake situations, people pretending like they want to be your friends or people pretending like they actually care about you when they don't. We've talked about that before. We're all learning and growing together as stars. And I hope you're a star with me. You know, I invite everyone to listen, regardless of where you live. You can live in Iran. You can live in Iraq. You can live in, uh, you know, Israel. You can live in the United States, Canada. Wherever you want to be from, you can listen to this podcast. Um, I don't see race. I see people. I'm more of a personality person, not the color of your skin. I've never been like that, and I never will be like that. That's not how my parents raised me, and um, it's not how I grew up. I grew up loving people based off of who they were, not because they had a certain shade to their skin tone. And I think it's incorrect for people to do that. Anyways... Moving on to the next part of our conversation, let's get into our favorite part of the conversation. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us any, any, any way. So it is Wednesday, and we've been talking about how crappy... um, Biden is and his Democratic Party, and I point out numerous times, how are they going to hold on to this power? How are they going to hold on to this power? They're lying. They want to be the victims. You've got these white liberal women that are speaking their voice, but they're scared of actually having difficult conversations and being called out. Then you've got these white men, the same thing. This Clinton News Network is a failure. The plus edition of it is not happening. People that are spending time listening to 60 Minutes, they probably need to spend 60 minutes figuring out how to get the hell away from Democratic figures. The problem just isn't Democrats. The problem is Republicans, too. I'm not saying Republicans are better, but they're a better version of what we're doing. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that Democrats are an issue, and they have to be stopped. A great part of what I'm talking about is what's going on with Twitter. You've got numerous people opening up their mouths, talking about their opinions about a business. I'm sorry, Twitter is a company. It runs off money. There's investors. That's a part of it. If if you're an actual company, private or public, you have to abide by rules or you're going to get sued and you're going to get in trouble. Now, taking that into consideration, it's not up for the members of the Twitter club 
to decide they don't want Elon Musk to buy it because they don't like how he's performing. The audacity of these supposedly I'm chasing democracy wannabe people calling themselves Democrats. It can't be democracy if you're the only one talking and no one else gets to have an opinion. That's not democracy. That's your version of it. Your version of it isn't real democracy. Um, I uh, like to listen to somebody. I'll tell you what his name is. His name is Royce White. Uh, used to be an NBA uh, player. Uh, he's running uh, to try to break a, to take someone's spot who's a current politician and he's running to replace them and I hope he wins because I like his messaging I like what he's saying and I and I really do think that there's going to be a lot of changes coming up and all we can do is hope that things are not happening the way they're supposed to happen there's a lot of liars here what I'm talking about when I'm talking about Twitter is that it's not a situation where one person, one group can confirm, conform it to what they want it to be, their ideology or what they believe in. Like the Black Lives Matter group is a bunch of lesbians that wanted to get houses and rip off things. And I know I'm saying that you might be offended by it. It breaks my heart that you're using Black Lives Matter as a scapegoat for you to get money out of people because where are they now isn't that a great question and ask someone who has a lot of experience with black communities black environments i want to get away from chastising black americans and i also want to get away from acting like Black people cannot succeed at things because that's a fucking lie. It's a lie. Serena and Venus is one example of that. Even all the black actors, all the black creators, the musicians, the basketball players, the NFL players, the audacity of these white liberal shrooms to act like black people can't be successful. The audacity of people to try to insult Nicki Minaj because she said something that was against the whole I'm democratic if you're democratic you have to be poor and black um no less government more awareness that's what we need to include in everything it's just frustrating that the only way you could vote democratically is if you're desperate and you're black because you want a handout from the government like um food stamps, free housing, all these things. I'm not saying those things and those programs shouldn't be used, but what I'm trying to point out is that you can't just say it's being used with black people. And what I'm trying to point out is you can't just say black people want to be confirmed, conformed into that because that's a lie. Why are we using race with this? Why does it have to be feel bad for black people? We need to get away from that ideology and that 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 mindset that someone's always fighting against black people, this and that and this and that. I'd like you to be fully aware that slavery came from Democrats. Okay. I'd like you to be fully aware that Martin Luther King, um, also FDR and Malcolm X and a lot of other black leaders were killed because of Democrats. Who do you think runs everything and lies everything?
about everything. Look in history. I study black uh, history. It couldn't be more clear. It couldn't be more clear. Look it up yourself and research what I'm talking about. This all is a conglomerate of bullshit. What I'm trying to do is have you open up your eyes. It's Wednesday today. And I don't know about you, but I'm tired of listening to these fucking like mindless morons that are supposed to be journalists. Tell us about facts. There's no facts. You people want to just corrode. The truth and lie about it. You want to lie about facts. You want to lie about reality and you want to fixate on shit that doesn't matter. Okay, you want to go against people that are trying to get back to some sort of normal here. Right. Because Biden's fucking failing. Okay, I don't want to care about Ukraine the way we have to care about Ukraine. I understand that. But it's all bullshit. It's all connected together. Why is it connected together? The reason Trump didn't give any money to them is because at this point, Biden is giving them so much money. There's no way to stop him giving it to them. And I'm not saying that Ukrainians don't need help. I'm not saying that people don't need to pay attention to this. But the only reason people are paying attention to this is because of the connection between America and Ukraine. Or America and Russia. It has to be more. Doesn't it? Why aren't we questioning them when they come on television or they go on these social media devices and they act like they're so awakened or awoken? They know exactly what they've been doing since time started. They take the truth and they twist it until there's no variation of reality and the truth. It's just all shit. That's called the news. The Clinton News Network, CNN, and all the rest of them that are running on lies it's pathetic you have to keep bringing barack obama back into the picture because biden doesn't know what the fuck he's doing this is america that man can't talk he's running in circles i know we want to joke about it like it's funny but it's it's not funny it's sad what are we doing really 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 every day when i see these articles about fucking nancy pelosi and i saw last weekend going to Ukraine for what it's it's crazy it's pathetic and it's just upsetting And we have to be better. We have to be more aware and we have to be willing to fight against this bullshit. I I will not stand by and watch my morals and watch what I believe in get burned. I can't do it. I can't be a part of this democratic nightmare. And it saddens me that my mom is has just been totally uh, sucked into it. 
in a way where she doesn't like I have to explain things to her because I want her to get away from news and I want her to be asking questions. Less government means you're relying on yourself more than the government. And you have to do that in order to be successful. We need to be questioning what they're saying because they did this. There's so many things that the government has done wrong and the majority of the time they're not being held accountable, but they need to be. I dare you to research what they're saying. I dare you to understand and question because just listening isn't enough. It's not. So the Democrats are going to get everything they deserve. And we just going to watch them fail. That's it. There's no more lying. And they're going to be seen for exactly who they are. And nothing's going to stop that. Nothing. They can't hide behind the shitty journalists that are being run by the elite. They can't hide behind the police that are never going to actually stop the corruptedness or any of this. these things that they said they're going to do. They said they're going to invest more to stop no-knock warrants. Uh, the people that do not have no-knock warrants and they were going to protect neighborhoods and communities, they're not going to do anything. They're going to continue to put people that don't have any experience in neighborhoods they shouldn't be in. They're going to continue to operate the way they've been operating and nothing's going to stop them. I know we thought Biden was going to be different with the police, but he gave them more money, okay? I know we thought Biden was going to be different with holding the rest of the world accountable, but he's not holding the world accountable for shit. There's such a connection between America and Ukraine Um, The only person that discontinued that was Trump and everybody hated him for it. And now we got Biden here. That's just a giver of giving. And that's what's happening here. It's bullshit. So I dare you call them out just as I do. Be brave and be willing to disconnect yourself from the insanity. Anyways, moving on from no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Let's get into this part of the conversation. Jumping into real estate. You can't really jump into real estate. Uh, you know, if you're going to do your your real estate license and you're going to invest time and effort to get that, you really do need to study and you have to focus. And it, I mean, I think it's an important step to get that just so you could have a different level of connection with real estate. So you could see houses on a different level. That's why I'd advise people to get their real estate license. It's based off of commission. So you're, there's no hourly pay involved. You're making money when you sell a house. That's what it is. But, like, in order to make a lot of money, you have to sell 
expensive houses. So some climates are better than others. It's likely if you want to make a lot of money, you want to hit New York, you want to hit the Hamptons, you want to go to California, you might even want to be in like uh, expensive parts of Florida. Places you're not going to make any money, the middle of nowhere. Real estate is important. I mean, it's kind of a shit show for buying a house right now. It's a seller's market, not a buyer's market. That's what's currently happening. But it's so important that if you have a calling or you feel like you love real estate, like the ins and outs of it, you like talking about it, you want to explain the square footage to someone and you really want to change their lives and you're getting paid for it at the same time, I totally say invest your time and effort into trying to get that. You're pursuing something that you love, so why not do it, right? That's the point. I think at some point I really do want to invest my own time and effort into real estate. I don't know when that's going to be, but at some point. Um, And I invite you to do it with me. The importance of investing. You should start investing honestly when you're young. Like, you know... If you are lucky enough to have parents that are familiar with Wall Street and investing, you should start investing your allowance or whatever you're making at your first job when you're young. Why? So you can pay for college. Why? So you can buy your first car cash. Why? So you have more money for a down payment when you're buying your first house. That's why you should start investing. Also, so as you get older, you understand investing in a different way. You're willing to understand why you have to put money into Wall Street, why you have to build a portfolio, why it's important to have that. There's reasons why investing is so important. It gives you the ability to see the importance of money. It's not just money. It's, it's not just funds. It's your money growing for you in a different way. So investing is important. I'd say it's important to start that at a young age. If you have kids, start talking about it, especially when they're in their younger teen ages, like 14 through like, I'd say 18. It's a great time to have those conversations with them. Like, do you want to take that hundred bucks that's in your draw and put that into some stocks? Like, do you want to get directly in the stock market? Like, how can you create your own company? How can you utilize that money and get it directly in investing? Those conversations should be happening with your students as soon as possible. Just saying. Really important. And we should be talking about investing and the and the idea of that more than less. So I invite you to do your own research, figure out how you want to get on investing. Are you just doing a 401k or are you are you investing directly into the market as well? How are you using your money so your money can work for you? That's the conversations we should be having. It's just that. The market has a mind of its own. The market does have a mind of its own. While everything is happening with Ukraine, the market's kind of like, I don't really know what's happening here. Sometimes the market is up. Sometimes the market is down. Sometimes it's green and sometimes it's red. It's a combination of everything. I mean, it's so important that we recognize that. Like, you might think you understand it, but like, it might change. You might think you have a cap on it, but you have to be careful. Like, it's a risk. (laughs) What are you investing your money in? 
are you taking into consideration how the stock was doing a month ago or are you taking into consideration are we getting outside of are we going more back into a normal status and away from more so COVID things or what's going on with that like all this has to be taken into consideration and uh we have to do it right it's it should be important and it is I mean I think it's important um, you can't get attached to the stock market where you feel, or Wall Street, where you feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's a risky business. It is. It's like you're at the casino and you're betting money, but you don't know what might happen. That's, that's what it's like. It has a mind of its own. It does. reasons why capitalism is better than progressivism i know that progressives want to have a voice where they say we need to create something where we're thinking about all people there needs to be livable wages and there needs to be all these things that are supposed to be incorporated into society like they want free medical like canada and they want all these other things to be given to people for one thing there's a lot that's already been gift given to people that don't make a certain amount of money already am i talking about poor um i don't know honestly what is the equivalency of poor um that's a great question right honestly there's already programs that are implemented to help people there's housing based on state and like city or neighborhood that is already in existence there's food stamps for people that need help with food. There's money from the state that's given away to people. There's all sorts of programs that are given to people so they have discounts on their electricity bills. They have discounts on their cable so they can live a more affordable life. Those things are already in existence. So for progressives to act like it's a good idea to charge people more money to pay for free shit for other people is just really like insane to me right the reason why medical is attached to employment and i and i don't know why it wouldn't be there's a reason for that that means you get to pick out what you want and you get to pay for it directly how how aren't we seeing the good in that if you're married then you could pick a plan that's for you and your husband or you and your wife you know like it gives you options and there's options outside of that as well, but it's probably better to pick one of those options that are involved with your employment. I'm sorry, but I disagree a million percent with their idea that we need to constantly be giving things away to people. And people aren't intrigued or attracted to that messaging. Progressives have a difficult problem and i know people want to act like they're so important but they're not though i mean let's be let's be honest okay and and i'm gonna probably upset some people but you know i don't give a fuck this is not a podcast where i care about opinions it's called no media allowed followed by born to be a star the motto here is um you're a star and you're uh, a radiation of light and you can light up the world it's not about personal opinion it's about what you can do to do better for yourself, better for your family, and better for where we are and what we're trying to do.
And also, people that have their shit together don't care about opinions. Next, moving on. So, I'm sorry. This idea that you just want to give things away and that you don't want to hold anybody accountable and you just want to blame Trump for everything and all these other Republicans that really aren't the problem. I mean, sure, they do a lot of stupid shit. I'm not going to lie. They do. This whole idea that they want to, like, redress history in America. But we talked about that yesterday or the day before or some other day about the fact that, I don't know, or maybe it was today, maybe Democrats had a lot to do with uh, racial imbalances in the United States of America. I think they did. It, it's in history. It's there. Progressives don't understand how numbers work. If there's 330 million people and I'm looking on the Young Turks um, Twitch account and there's only like less than a thousand people there, no one gives a fuck about what you're saying. I'm sorry. If I'm looking at all these other groups that are on their side too and the amount of people that are listening to them are like 0.0000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000
the reason why capitalism is so attractive, you can literally make as much money as you want. As long as you're paying your fucking taxes on things, you can be as rich as poor as you want to. If you, like, I, I have a job, right? I do this podcast. I, I, ha- I have a salary I make every year. I have a mentality where if I'm in an unfortunate situation and let's say I get laid off my job, I'll probably find another job in about a week or two. Why? I'm very talented. I'm very smart. I have a college education. I have a master's degree. I'm going to get hired very fast. That's no doubt, right? It's just, it's important that we don't get caught up in the idea that we can't do things, okay? It's important that we don't get stuck in this mental... captivity of oh i need to feel sympathy for people you can feel sympathy for people but let's talk math here this isn't canada okay this is not norway these aren't these little small countries this is america the reason why america is so great is because of the amount of freedom you have. At any point, I can get up and go to any target I want. I could drive anywhere I fucking want to. I don't have any legislation stopping me from doing that. I'm not doing anything that's against the law. And I'm operating in the confines of the law. So my confusions with progressive progressism versus capitalism is no one's listening to you. I'm sorry. I know you think you have a big group of people that are all on your side, but these small incremental groups of people aren't enough. Far too many people like the way their bank accounts look after they work hard for their money. People are trying to work more than one job at a time to survive in America at this point. With fucking inflation at an all-time high, thanks to Vladimir Putin, which is getting on my fucking nerves, that's a whole nother conversation, with the inflation rate going at an all-time high while we... The numbers aren't working for them. And I'm tired of acting like they are because they aren't. So the reason why progressivism does not work and capitalism doesn't. Why in the fucking world would you want somebody limiting the amount of money you could make and telling you what you can or can't do or comparing your intelligence, what you've accomplished, your resume, to someone that doesn't have a resume. There's no comparison there. I'm sorry. Let's stop acting like what is is trying to happen is correct. If you have a master's degree and you have a resume full of things that you've accomplished and you did this and that, you're at a different learning spot than someone that graduated from high school. Right? Right. Because in order for you to get a master's, you have to have a bachelor's degree. That's a requirement for any program for a master's. I I don't want to keep hearing the sob stories or how I have to give sympathy to anyone. I give sympathy when it's well-deserved. But let's, let's be completely real. Not everybody deserves sympathy. And we're not going to act like they do. So I'm sorry. You can have your own opinion, but I'm going capitalism 100 percent. I'm I'm sad that I fell for the whole progressive thing. They don't have a plan here. And I'm not about people that just 
want to have this idea that they're going to do one thing versus another. Have you met the Democrats? You guys aren't doing anything. I'm sorry, AOC, you're done. Like you, your opinion actually doesn't matter. Let me tell you why, honey. Because you're not Nancy Pelosi and you're not taking Chuck Schumer's job, man. You might want to scare them, but they're not actually scared of you. You're on Instagram. Like, your whole thing is you're using social media to try to keep people's attention. And once they lose interest in that shit, you have no way of keeping their attention. Like, the pod or the group or the people that are involved in this progressive stuff, there's not enough of you for me to give a fuck. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no. it's just not, it's not working. No one cares about what you're saying. You're like, honey, you're the bottom of people's shoes. Come on, progressives. Nobody talks about you. The only time people talk about you is to make fun of you. This is it. Moving on from that part of the conversation to something fun, let's get into what's new on HGTV. Honestly, they're playing all these like weird shows. Like they have one called Why Did I Buy This Property? I don't understand that show at all. It's a combination of people talking about how they hate their home, so they want to, like, do it over. It's okay, but it's not my favorite. I don't know. They don't really have anything good on right now. I think they're going through their there's nothing on there right now phase because they're, like, recording things that are actually good and important. So we'll see what happens. We're going to have to wait. Anyways, next part of our conversation. Is there... A new DIY network? I don't think so, because Rip, Rip, Rick and Joanna took over um, that channel, and they named it, I can't remember the name of it, but they renamed it something else. So I don't know if we're going to see uh, any other DIY channel, but it, <coughs> it would be fun to see that. I did like the DIY network. How they were able to get rid of that network is beyond me, but who knows. Weekly watching. So... How do you pick out weekly watching? I say you have to find something that comes on every week. And you also have to find something that comes on that's easy to watch. So, like, I guess the Disney show, Moon Knight, is one of those shows. Is that easy to watch? I don't know. There's also, uh, what the fuck's it called? Uh, Tokyo Vice. That's like a weekly show on HBO. Some of the characters in that just went crazy. But the last episode of that came on last week. And I think that's over. I think they put the last one out on Friday. So I think that's definitely over. But there's a lot of shows that you could watch on a weekly basis. You could watch HGTV. You could watch Food Network. Uh, you could watch a lot of things on a weekly basis. Um, we like to watch Jeopardy and Will of Fortune every night. Um Depending on my work schedule, sometimes I get to watch it and sometimes I don't, depending on my work schedule. Um, But we like to watch that. That comes on from 7 to 8. That's very entertaining and interesting. As far as, like, other shows on TV, we don't really have a show on TV that we watch like that because we don't really like TV. We're more of streaming people. So we go directly to Amazon, the box, and we we see what's available on there to see what we can watch. Um, But I guess my mom has, like, weekly shows she watches. She likes a lot of variety of stuff. She likes This Is Us and a bunch of other stuff, too. Never gotten into that. They have The Doctor. I, I, I could be saying that wrong. I think there's another way to say it. And I think they did another Law and Order. But I just, I, no thank you. I'm just, 
They're redoing shit over that makes no sense, and I don't get it. But I guess we'll have to wait, and we'll have to see. Next part of our conversation. Obsessed with gossip shows. Like, I started watching uh, Sunset, Selling Sunset, and then I watched the other one, and I love it. I like when they do shows where they, like, have these views of the shows where the people are talking about each other, and there's a lot of gossip going on, and it's really entertaining. See, I like that. I know it's not, like, actually intriguing, but I find it funny. Like, because these people are saying one thing, doing another. They have all these shitty opinions, and it's just like... That's what happens in, like, reality. Like, you think one person's your friend, and they're not your fucking friend. They're they're out to gain whatever they can gain, and lying is better than telling the truth. Like, so, I don't know. I, I like that. I'm not really into, like, I don't know. I used to like the Kardashians. I think they have a new season of that on Hulu at some point. Maybe I'll get to that. I was going to try to wait to watch that with Skip, but I don't know. It just feels like some of them are better than others. There's some things I don't want to look at. I think we has this one about like this doctor that removes like pimples or zits or something and that looks very interesting. Or they have this show about these people that are under over like 500 pounds. That looks fun. Uh, Netflix is doing a really great job with like entertainment shows like reality TV and um, I'm definitely addicted to it. So to be continued on what I find next to look at that's in the gossip era. Moving on to food, it's watermelon season, it's nice outside, it's beautiful, you can put watermelon in water and eat it, you can do everything with watermelons, go get some and have some fun, go on Pinterest and look up some watermelon ideas, you can shove it in some salad with some avocados and some nuts over some uh, some la- some lettuce or whatever salad you like, you know what I like, I'm more of an arugula person, so uh, I stick with what I love the most, um, Green smoothies, that's a combination of green things. You know, you're starting off with some spinach, maybe some celery. Then you're going to want to put in some almond milk, you know, green, lots of green things. And you just mix it together. Green smoothies are great for breakfast, lunch or dinner. You can basically drink smoothies whenever you want to. That's what we should be doing. Blendjet Wonders. Blendjet is an amazing blender that you can bring anywhere with you as long as you charge it. And it's the size where you can literally bring it anywhere with you. Like if you're making dinner, whatever you're doing, you can use Blendjet. It's very simple, easy. As long as you've got the cord to connect it, you can do whatever you want with it. So why not? I've got two of them and I love them to death. Uh, Obsessed. Wait. The easiness of cooking in a smaller kitchen. I know... People complain about small kitchens all the time, especially when it comes to HGTV. But our kitchen is fairly small, and I like that. Like, that makes me use the air fryer or the conventional oven more than the oven if I have a chance to. That makes me like the pots that I have because I have one pan, and that pan is awesome. And it makes cooking easier because you can, like, cook in a smaller area. I feel like you utilize your space more. I don't know. I feel like... That means by the time you get to a nicer, bigger kitchen, you'll already have figured out how to cook in a smaller space, so it'll be better. I mean, that's just my take on it, but who knows? Um, Smaller kitchens aren't the worst things. I think the worst thing is if you don't cook and you feel like you have to have something bigger because you're seeing it. I think as we get prepared to move into a bigger kitchen, I'm going to be 
looking at having things pre-made more so than less so just because of time constraints and me not wanting to spend my entire life in the kitchen. I do love cooking, but I like things that make my life easier because I like to spend more time with my family. I mean, family is everything to me. So whatever makes my life easier. And I know meal prepping does that too, but like spending hours on Sunday, like I, I don't, that's not fun for me. Like, especially if you work all week and Sunday is one of the only days you have off. That's not fun. I don't know. I, I, I just I don't see the light with that. But it's all a mixture of your time, your effort to do it. So that's all it is. Moving into the next part of our conversation, economical eating. You know, making decisions to split a meal with your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, your mom, whatever, um, is kind of economical. Maybe deciding to eat one place instead of another. When you're going shopping, looking for the best deal available, that's more economical, too. Like I told you, we more so eat at the market now because of the fact that it's better meat and it's they have better things available. Is that more economical? Sometimes it's more economical and sometimes it isn't more economical. It's really a mixture of whatever you want. I do feel like it's important to take into consideration what I'm saying. Um, Economical eating means you're not overeating and you're not spending a ridiculous amount of money. And everything's going up with inflation and you have to be very careful. Even ordering out on uh, apps or even picking up has become more expensive. I was telling my mom that potato chips are over $5 now. Like, the other day I went to get me and Skip a, a drink from the gas station. It was 5 bucks for two, two, like, it wasn't even two liters. It was like 20 ounces and it was over $5. For two, be very knowledgeable about what you're doing. Just all I'm saying. Because cooking and eating and enjoying time with your family and enjoying time or whatever, it should be enjoyable, not like, how am I going to pay for this? Or how much did that just cost? Like, we shouldn't be thinking like that. I'm just saying. Anyways, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to going to be a star i'll see you right here tomorrow on thursday as we always do and don't forget your star wherever you are regardless of where life takes you where your journey ends up know that you're a star your brightness your lightness it radiates the world and we shine together so shine on everybody let's shine together stars are always bright and always amazing and we're always up high in the sky so regardless of today Just imagine where you're going to be tomorrow. Bright in the sky, illuminations of light. I'll see you like I always do. Bye.